Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. DeAndre Hopkins could be headed to the Buffalo Bills. Wouldn't that be something to see? Josh Allen to the moon. Oh, wait, Josh Allen already lives on the moon. To the moon. On top of that, we've got potential Odell Beckham Jr. to the New York Jets news. We're going to talk about both of these things and more. The Fantasy Football Show, it begins right now. From the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. What is going on, everybody? My name is Smitty from The Fantasy Football Show. And you can find all my content at thefantasyfootballshow.com. We're here to talk about two specific things tonight. We were going to talk about this. We did a little bit on the on the earlier um, 7 p.m. show. And yes, we are live every day at 7 p.m. Eastern. Hopkins is being rumored to be headed to Buffalo. There's also a Kansas City Chief tie that we need to discuss, but that has since been kind of shot down due to the cost of of DeAndre Hopkins contraction contractual wide. Like they they can't they can't take on this contract, um, the Chiefs unless they they move some things around. So from a contract perspective, it's not a a, a feasible move for the Kansas City Chiefs. However, the Buffalo Bills are definitely in need of a wide receiver. The Buffalo Bills. They got rid of McKenzie, or McKenzie left. McKenzie's a good little re- receiver, too. I like Shakir. Um, I think Shakir's solid. I think Gabe Davis has is, is got, is got obviously got a lot of upside, but he's been inconsistent, drops a lot of footballs. DeAndre Hopkins would be that leveling up that the Bills could do to try and, I don't know, I guess even the playing field, essentially, between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. So this is a move to make. If you are the Buffalo Bills and you don't go get Derrick Henry or you or 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 Hopkins or at least Dalvin Cook or maybe Eckler you could go after Eckler as well you don't go after one of these guys if you don't make one of these things happen and the same thing could be said about the Chargers the same thing could be said about the Bengals and the same thing could be said about the Eagles all of which all of these teams are trying to level up or at least get to even playing field, or one level above what the Kansas City Chiefs are doing. And the Chiefs, you hear the Chiefs are talking about maybe bringing in Hopkins. You know they're looking at moves. You know they're looking at moves. Uh, I thought Hopkins was going to the Patriots. Confirmed. No heating. Uh, the most recent news is this one right here. Uh, but but not not saying that that can't still happen. But that was what people were whispering about a while ago. But those are all rumors. You know those are all. I think this is the athletic or this is this, you know, place or this place predicting the New England Patriots might have interest in DeAndre Hopkins. That's what you heard. What we're hearing now is that Hopkins is a a front runner to land in Buffalo or Buffalo is the front runner to land DeAndre Hopkins as of right now. And it makes sense. Why you wouldn't do it is beyond me. Why you wouldn't get into a bidding war 
over this. Think about it, people. The Buffalo Bills are on the verge. They're on the verge, and you can make fun of Josh Allen one moment, and then you can pretend you never said it the next moment, come circle back, and act like you weren't talking a mad trash about Josh Allen being inconsistent or losing games. Josh Allen will be the number one quarterback in football one year, and then not two years. He'll be in the top four. But Josh Allen's that kind of quarterback. He's like Brett Favre in the sense that he'll go out and throw a game away, go out and throw a season away in the playoffs, come back totally un, unprovoked, unshaken, just motivated, and then he'll march down through the playoffs and potentially you know, win, it, win the MVP and win a Super Bowl. This Josh Allen character is going to win at least one or two Super Bowls in his time. Let's not pretend like Josh Allen's going to fall short. This is a very good Buffalo Bill team. But they are one level below what KC's doing right now. A, a Derrick Henry move? Boom. A, an Austin Eckler move? Boom. A Dalvin Cook move? Maybe or maybe not boom, but it's worth a try at a second or third round pick. And I bet you Dalvin Cook wouldn't cost a, a second. I bet you could get rid of Dalvin Cook on a conditional second if you make the playoffs or you go so far or you have a Super Bowl appearance, you could put all kinds of conditional restrictions into the trade. But Dalvin Cook would be cheap. And most importantly, for a team that throws and throws and throws and doesn't maybe even use Cook or Henry the way that we would want them to use Henry or Cook, you give them Hopkins. This is a pass-happy team. Hopkins is a specialist catching the football from mobile quarterbacks. He did it with Watson. He did it with Kyler. He's doing it with Kyler, and now he can move on to his next mobile quarterback and absolutely help march this team into a Super Bowl appearance, okay? This this Buffalo Bill team, whether you hate it, love it, love Josh Allen, hate Josh Allen, it, they will win a Super Bowl in the next 10 years. They'll probably win two. They'll probably win two in the next 10, 10 years under the command of Josh Allen. That's how good Josh Allen is. That's how good this guy is. He's absolutely phenomenal. And, and I love that people are kind of down on Josh Allen right now, just because what he loses a he he loses momentum during 2022, and people think he's not going to bounce back. All Buffalo needs to do is get get some cojones and go ahead and go after a Hopkins, go after a Henry, go after an Austin Eckler. Now that that is the the most recent report on Hopkins that he is uh, headed to the Buffalo Bills. Most likely, if you had to pin down one team as the the the, the final or eventual landing spot. Doesn't mean it's official. Doesn't mean that it's uh, it's a lock to happen at all. He could go to New England. He could go a bunch of different places. Remember that maybe the Bills are targeting him, and and this is like you know this is this is their preference. But maybe the Cardinals have no interest in trading with the Buffalo Bills. So th this is lined up as as the potential most interested team, which would in theory, probably lead to a trade if there aren't other teams putting down solid offers and creating some sort of bidding war. So the Cardinals will eventually trade him to an interested team, and he's on the move because Kyler's not going to be ready for the start of the season. They don't want to... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Lose Hopkins for nothing. They want to get rid of him, get rid of the contract, get rid of him, uh, potentially uh, rebuild. And, and so maybe they draft Jackson Smith and Jigba. Maybe the Cardinals use this number three overall pick. And yeah, they'll probably have to trade down, right? You're not going to take Jackson Smith and Jigba at three. You could, but you probably don't want to pay him that kind of money. So you move down a little bit, but plenty of teams would love to move up to the number three spot. You don't think the Falcons are one of the premium targets for the Cardinals to go after and say, hey, psst. We'll, we'll give you we'll give you the three pick. You give us the eight, give us a boatload, okay? Maybe maybe give us Kyle Pitts. Just asking, just asking. You you could say no, but but we want we want to give you this three pick. Maybe they do ask for Kyle Pitts. Maybe they do. Maybe the Cardinals pull off the best trade in the history uh, of 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 tight end trading, and they trade for Kyle Pitts somehow in a in a four. Uh, a move up from eight to four so that they can the Falcons land an elite quarterback. And and honestly, this three pick is very, 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 very attractive from a trade perspective. The Cardinals aren't sitting at three. They're not going to be there during the during the NFL draft. They may even trade down during the draft because a lot of the teams that want to overpay for the three may not overpay for the three because they don't know who's on the on the board at that moment. But once the Cardinals are on the clock, if they have not yet traded this pick, and I might wait until draft day. If I'm the Cardinals, I might wait until on the clock someone knows they're getting Bryce Young. Someone knows they're getting Anthony Richardson. And at that point, teams are going to just be scrambling. And you could go to the, the Falcons and say, we'll give you Anthony Richardson, this number three overall pick, but you're going to have to give us Kyle Pitts and you're going to have to do it now. Like, you know, and we could throw something back. You never know. You never, ever, ever know. Um, anyway, so uh, the Cardinals probably deal in this pick. But what I was going to say is if they traded down to this number eight overall pick, let's say, as an example, and they draft Jackson, Smith, and Jigba. Man, I got on a sidetrack. Let's go circle back. So Jackson, Smith, and Jigba, it, it makes sense as to why they would trade Hopkins away. You know what I'm saying? So they're, they're preparing for the future. And hopefully Gannon has the, the cojones to do that move. So that's what we have right there. Moving on to Odell Beckham Jr. Um, athletic reports the Jets have, are interested in Odell. And the, and the interest is very real, quote unquote. Let's just put it this way. Cor- Corey Davis is, what I'm hearing, Corey Davis is getting released. Um, that puts, and, and a lot of people say, oh, crowded wide receiver room. They've already spent a lot of money on wide receivers. Why would they do this? Let me tell you something. Aaron Rodgers has never been spoiled in his life. He's never been spoiled in his life. He's been given uh, a chopped liver and turned it into a, a gourmet steak dinner. Every time he hits the field, he's never been treated or or uh, blown away or or just spoiled in his life with riches of wide receivers. And the Jets are doing it. The Jets are doing it. They got Lazard. There's no wish list. Aaron Rodgers didn't ask for a single thing. They're just coming to him 
with what they know he wants. That might be why Hackett's there. This is like this is like bringing your Aunt Edna shopping for your mom. You don't know what to get your mom, so you bring Aunt Edna along, and she tells you exactly what mom's wants. You walk into every store that Aunt Edna tells you. You pick out every dress, every purse, every earring that Aunt Edna tells you because, because she knows your mom. Hackett is Aunt Edna. Aunt Edna is Hackett. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. And Aunt Edna is out there telling the Jets, look, we need to get Odell. Not only is Odell going to bring Rodgers in. Not only is not only is he going to bring him in. Heating podcast says Rodgers isn't a Jets, but Heating, have you not been here for a while? I feel like you're asking old questions and talking about old topics, bro. He, it, it, of course, is not done yet, but it's inevitable that it's happening. And, and and I appreciate you, pal. But but we're we're way beyond that. The Jets are going to really make a push for Odell, and Odell wants to come to New York. Odell loves New York. Okay, Odell loves uh, the idea of catching footballs from Aaron Rodgers, and Odell is also ring chasing. He's also ring chasing, so he thinks he can win a Super Bowl, and I don't blame him. Catching footballs from Aaron Rodgers, you've got you've got Michael Hardman, who's yeah, he's on roster, uh, but keep in mind he's injured right now. He's going to be trying to get ready for camp, and there's no promise that that guy is going to be ready. Not to mention, what if he's used on special teams? What if what if Miko is not going to be used as a primary wide receiver? Everyone just assumes he will be. This is potentially making the defense special teams better, making it all better. Rodgers is annoying. I don't know why the Packers put up with him. I love Aaron Rodgers. I love it. I think everybody's painting uh, uh, this picture about him that's not true be honest with you but you know my stance on that guy opens his mouth everybody else talks he doesn't talk everybody else talks for him Aaron Rodgers didn't have a wish list he already shot that down Diana Rossini didn't walk it back she says there was a wish list out there maybe the the Jets created a list they thought this is what we think this is Hackett's and Edna's wish list not Aaron Rodgers's wish list he didn't ask for any of this but he likes Odell there are ties and reports that Odell and Rodgers are are actually pretty tight and, and the reports that I've read and the people that I talk to say that Rodgers does want Odell. Rodgers talks very highly of Odell. And the Jets have taken notice. And the Jets want to potentially turn this man, Odell Beckham Jr., into a comeback player of the year candidate. Which he very well could under the tutelage of Aaron Rodgers. I'll tell you that right now. But for everybody that thinks this wide receiver room is too crowded, rumor has it that they're cutting Corey Davis. Miko Harbin isn't a primary wide receiver right now. Could he become one? Sure. Is he a special teams addition? Maybe. We don't even know what the plan is to use, how to, how to use him. So as it stands right now, it really isn't as crowded of a wide receiver room as people make it out to be. It's Garrett Wilson, it's Lazard, and it would be Odell. That would be your trio of wide receivers. And if you don't think Brees Hall... That trio of wide receivers, Aaron Rodgers, and that defense led by Sauce Gardner isn't Super Bowl caliber material in 2023. I've got a foam, where's my foam helmet? I've got a foam helmet to sell you that will prevent concussions if you wear the foam helmet during the preseason, okay? Uh, Jets, Jets in play, very much in play. Probably the front runner, most likely landing spot for Odell Beckham Jr. That's coming from me. I'm reading the tea leaves. I believe this has a lot of legs to it. And if I had to predict a landing spot for Odell, and this could very, very well change, 
it is going to be New York. And if I had to predict a landing spot for uh, for Hopkins, I would say this landing spot is probably 70% uh, Buffalo at this point. New England's still in play. Uh, the Bears might still be in play. Uh, but you know who's not in play? For a player that we heard. And what did I tell you? What did I tell you as soon as this news broke and we broke it on the show that Zeke Elliott had narrowed his teams down to the Bengals, the Jets, and the Eagles? What words came out of my mouth? I don't buy it. Who has a list of these three teams and says, this is where I'm going to play one of these three teams? This is like when you're a kid and you put a poster up in your wall and you say, I'm going to be a, I want to be a, a, you know, an LA Dodger. I'm gonna, when I grow up, I'm going to be an LA Dodger. And what, what is, what's this guy do? He lists three teams, highly unlikely to, that all three teams were on, on board with this, that they had conversations of, yeah, we'll just bring you in. The way Zeke Elliott narrowed down his teams and the way it was reported is if he's just deciding between which teams. He hasn't made up his mind yet, but once he does, he's going to that team. I told you today, it didn't sound right. This report here says, according to uh, John Clark, I'm told as of right now, the Eagles have not engaged in conversations with Ezekiel Elliott about joining the team and are happy with the running backs they have right now. It seems the Eagles, Bengals, Jets are a wish list for Ezekiel Elliott and where he would like to play football. I told you this from a mile away. It didn't make sense. It didn't make sense, this report, and we were once again proven Smitty Approved. You've just been Smitty Approved. Just to prove my own show. Uh, let's dial in. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Okay, uh, dial into the show if you want to discuss any of these topics and more. AJ Lancaster, the man, the myth, the legend. Zeke Eagles, Jason Kelsey needs a backup. Uh, Zeke to the Eagles, Jason Kelsey needs a backup. I, I, I wouldn't mind it. It's just not in the cards. The report's wrong. We knew the report was wrong. We knew the I knew the report was wrong. We knew the report was wrong. We said it on the 7 p.m. show. It was very clear as day. Uh, Ron Navy, you're live on the show. Hey, Smitty. What's up, Ron? Uh, so we got a, we got some I phone line so. issues, but I, I got solutions, bro, and I think this is coming in loud and clear. Can everybody hear Ron Navy as if he's live inside your bedroom right now? I think he's pretty clear. I think he's pretty clear. Ron, what do you think about Hopkins to Buffalo? No-brainer, right, if the Buffalo Bills want to pull off a move that, that makes them a difference maker, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what's weird is... I know it's a joke, AJ, by the way. Uh, thank you for the super chat. I was, just, I was just kidding. I was kidding back with you. I know it's a joke. I know you know... I, I understand. <laughs> thank you, AJ. Go ahead, Ron. No, it's weird because I'm getting, like, when I talk, you know, I hear myself talking back at me. Hmm. That's a problem. Um, That's weird. You hear it just stopped, so I don't hear it now. Okay. Make sure you don't have uh, the show on in the background at all, or you could have some reverb. No, I don't. I always turn it down. I always turn it down. Okay. Everyone else is saying they hear you but, loud, loud and clear, but go okay, ahead. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, Odell, Odell to the Jets. Oh, that's just like, doesn't that just kind of fill in the last piece of the puzzle? It does. It does. I mean, the it, what a what an amazing 
what an amazing turn of events once this is all complete. Um, and quite frankly, if the Jets have to push, come to shove, give up that number, what is it? It's uh, number 14 or what is it? Number 13? I think it's 13. Let's see. Number 13 overall pick. If the Jets have to give up that number 13 overall pick to get to finally get everything done, so be it. You got Odell Beckham Jr., you got Lazard, you have Garrett Wilson, you have Brees Hall, you have that defense, you have Sauce Gardner, you have Aaron Rodgers. Honestly, I would do it. It just sucks that their their backs against the wall and the Packers got him by the balls. This is almost like your buddy telling you that he's gonna, I don't know, trade you somebody, right? Hey, I'll trade you my extra quarterback. Just go ahead and trade your quarterback away and then I'll trade you mine. I'll give you a good deal. Don't worry about it. You trust your buddy, you trade away this, and you go to your buddy, you're like, okay. Let's make that trade. And he's like, ah, deal's changed. You know, that's how it feels. It feels like the Packers probably made it sound like they were going to play ball a lot more fairly. And then once everything's, you know, the free agency's over, the quarterbacks are gone, all of a sudden the Jets are being pushed to their limit. Um, wouldn't be shocked. Like, I would, I would be surprised, but I wouldn't say I would be jaw to the floor. Can't believe it's happening. No way on earth. If like something fell apart, and then all of a sudden the Jets are going knocking on the the door of Lamar Jackson, but that would be like I'm talking like five percent chance, maybe less than five percent chance. But it goes through my mind because I, I mean, I go live all the time for crazy breaking news stuff, so my mind wanders and I say, what could I possibly go live on that I could never expect this year? That would be one of them that I've worked out of my head. But at the end of the day, I think they push comes to shove. The you know the Jets give up what they got to give up. But the the thing that's going to make this thing start moving is that uh, the Packers need this draft pick. They need this draft capital. So this is getting done before the NFL draft. And I think that if the Jets played hardball all the way up to the NFL draft, the Packers would cave a little bit, and that might be what their plan of attack is. However, keep in mind this as well, Con- contract wise. And I don't know if this has changed. I don't know if a certain date passes and then there's a different like kind of hit that gets taken that that changes this. But to my knowledge, if Aaron Rodgers is traded before June 1, the Packers take a one lump sum hit for the, the cap hit. Whereas if they trade him post June 1, they officially trade him. Just like they're, they're cutting Zeke Elliott in Dallas. He, he's a free agent everywhere. You go to like Roto World or CBS, he's got no team next to him. He's still a Dallas Cowboy. He gets he gets cut on June one. Aaron Rodgers may not need may not be able to be traded till June one anyway. So while you're kind of you're you're on the edge of your seat, the the Jets are worried. Free agency's you know zooming on by. There's a there's a very real possibility that nothing can be executed until June one anyway, unless the Packers are going to take the the lump sum hit. Now, maybe, maybe that's part of the negotiation. Like, we're not giving you the 13, but guess what? We'll let you trade them after June 1. Like, that that could be all part of it. So, I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, Odell, though. You bring in a new quarterback. You bring in Aaron Rodgers, and you want him to be, be able to build chemistry um, early as possible. Yeah, but either way, whether they get the right deal done or have to wait anyway to execute the trade, they very much might have to. The Packers might say, look, we're trading him to you, but we are 1,000%. We'll call the deal off. Not trading you Aaron Rodgers until after June 1 because the hit's too crazy. 
Um, not to mention, like, not much will happen before that time anyway. But but you're right. I mean, I'd rather have Aaron Rodgers, like, thrown with, with the boys. And I think he probably still will. Like, I think Aaron Rodgers could go throw with the boys and, 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 and hang out, you know, extracurricular little meetup. Um, but certainly, uh, certainly the, the Jets will wait if they've got to wait. And the Packers might say, we don't care what you say. We're trading them after June 1 because we can't afford to cut them before June 1. We'll see if those reports are accurate. I'm not a, I'm not an attorney. Um, I'm a deep fake doctor. Uh, and I'm a, you know, sometimes a deep fake legal, uh, pedestrian analyst, but I certainly don't have any of the degrees there. My degrees are in psych and then digital marketing and journalism. Uh, but, but, but I, I, I definitely feel like, um, if I had to pretend, put my legal hat on and try and look at the, the, the details, what I've seen anyway, is that this contract is as trickier than people think, but there's so many like dates that trigger different things that you have to hear about it from someone because we don't have the contract sitting in front of us. We only have pieces that people have seen that then relay it. And so who knows? Sometimes you hear something, you report on it, especially from my perspective. I'll report on something over and over and over. And literally like a, a week or two later, I'll see a report that says something different about something like that. And I'm like, what in the hell? Like I, I've been reporting on this forever. And, and unfortunately, I don't have that new information. I don't have the contracts in front of me. Um, real quickly, Steven, you're live on the fantasy football show. Do you think Odell Beckham Jr. is going to the Jets? Number one, Steven, and number two, do you like it? How's it, how's it tickle your fancy? No, I, I think that he, I do think he's going to go to the Jets. Uh, I think that's pretty, I think it's a pretty solid move for the Jets to have him just because, uh, with Odell, uh, he'll have like single coverage just like he did when he was on the Rams. So, with, with all those guys that they have over there, it'll be easier for him to get looks. And we already seen with Odell when uh, he, he's playing with somebody on the opposite side of him that he can uh, put up some decent numbers. I mean, for the beginning of the – like when we talked about him, like when he was on Cleveland, everybody thought that he was lost. And then he went over to the Rams, and before he got injured, he looked like he was back to like where he was before. Like uh, So – That'd definitely be pretty good if he ends up going with Aaron Rodgers. Hey, hey, I was just gonna ask you if you, potential, if you are potential, two, uh, hold on, to, to potential comeback player of the year. I mean, potential. Not saying he'll win it, but like potential, right? I mean, in New York, I mean, why not? He'd have to stay healthy. Yeah. But but if he did, that's yeah. a, that's a comeback of the I, year I, potential I, guy. I, I, he definitely could. The only thing, the only thing I think that would that would uh, put a hamper into that is it, is if Demar Hamlin comes back because. I, yeah, I think I think regardless of what happens with everybody else, because it, it, it's looking like he there's a potential true. that he could come back. I think he's the only guy that I think that can prevent like a lot of people That's from like, true. winning that trophy. That's true. You're right. Um, real quickly, uh, uh, let's go back to Ron real quick. And or I'm sorry, did you have something else you wanted to say? I, I interrupted you, Stephen. Uh, well, it was just uh, this was like from a couple of days ago, so I know that this this was uh, updated now that it does really look like the Jets were a big landing spot uh, with Odell. But uh, Albert Breer from the Sports Illustrated, he was saying that uh, that that um, I guess the Kansas City Chiefs are going to try to bring in DeAndre Hopkins and Odell. And I was just going to ask you about that, like if, if for like if Kansas City like somehow like I mean. Because the way it's looking right now, like how we're all talking, is that the Jets are interested. But if there's, I think, that slim chance that Kansas City just, just like, uh, 
shoots right in there and tries to grab like both guys. Uh, I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Like, if well, you end up with like Hopkins and Odell, like, what, how do you feel about that? What I'm hearing is that Hopkins' contract's a problem for KC. So it sounds like they're out, okay. according to the report I, I've seen. But like we always talk about, are you going to tell people what your plan is? Like if, let's say news is wrong and the and the news is, uh, hey, the Kansas City Chiefs aren't going after Hopkins because that's what someone's reporting, right? Um, if you're the Chiefs, are you going to correct the record? <laughs> you're not. You're not going to come out and say, excuse me, just wanted that, that reporter is wrong. We will go after him. Get ready for a bidding war. You know, like, but it does sound like the Hopkins uh, tr- uh, trade is is going to be hard for the Chiefs to to do harder than the Buffalo for the Buffalo Bills. I think if I had to guess right now, Hopkins seventy percent going to Buffalo, Odell seventy or eighty percent going to New York, but that's still a big percentage left, you know, to go other locations. And that's my arbitrary guess of a number, but through my experience of absorbing information and trying to decipher it. And I never say like 190% anymore because I've seen it go, you know, like, let me give you an example. Deshaun Watson was 99.9999999999% going to the Atlanta Falcons. It, it was like, it was already done, bro, practically. Like there was a, there was a photo of Deshaun Watson with on a pool table or in front of a pool table and in the back corner of the pool table folded up and like jammed in like the corner was a Falcons jersey. So he had he already had like a Falcons jersey. I don't know what they were doing with it. I don't know if someone sent it to him or how, how that all worked out. But he had a Falcons jersey and it was in the corner of the photo. And, and that was when they announced that he was going to, to Cleveland. That thing unfolded in the last second. So when it comes to free agency, when it comes to the draft, when it comes to trading, when it comes to smoke season... I'm I'm very careful to throw a huge huge percentage on anything, even when I hear good things, because we were hearing great things about Atlanta being the, the potential landing spot. Um, so uh, yeah, he he probably just had his Falcons jersey that he was you know gonna put on or something, but he jammed it in the corner of, of this photo it was crazy. But but yeah, so right now my arbitrary guesswork numbers based on experience of what I'm seeing, when I'm seeing it, and how many people I'm seeing it from, the people that I'm seeing it from, and the people that I'm hearing it from, and the local people that hear things too, that are very, very on the ground, I would say 70, 70 to 80% for both of them. Buffalo for Hopkins, 70 to 80%. We'll call, we'll call them similar percentages to the Jets. But man, uh, money talks. KC could come a knocking on Odell's door because they can't necessarily get Hopkins or afford Hopkins. They can do a team-friendly restructure with Hopkins. So anybody that says Casey can't take on uh, Hopkins for sure doesn't understand the cap because the cap can be manipulated or you can also restructure to a team-friendly deal. So Hopkins could ultimately land in Casey. But what I'm hearing is that maybe Casey isn't you know interested in taking on the cap and giving up the draft capital. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, real quickly, hang tight, Stephen. Ron, what do you think about Odell... Where's Odell going, and do you like him in, uh, in? I'm sorry, Hopkins. Where's Hopkins going in your mind, and do you like Hopkins in Buffalo? I mean, yeah, I mean that's a good landing spot. I mean, I kind of was hoping he'd go somewhere like Carolina because um, they could use a, even though they got ceiling. So I figured that they got ceiling that he's out of Carolina, but. I would like to see him go to Carolina and and help out there, or um, 
I can't think of too many other teams that I. I mean, Chicago. You mentioned Chicago before. I mean, he could go there, but I think he's more of a. You're getting crowded. Yeah. If he, if he goes, to, getting really crowded in Chicago. If he goes to Chicago, he could. Yeah, I think I think it could be. Um, also, I don't I don't feel like Fields will be facilitating as much as Allen and and Aaron Rodgers will be. So it'll be a little bit different of a crowding, you know, even though ultimately Lazard and Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall and like that's pretty crowded too. But I think New York can, he can survive that more. And not to mention like if Odell went to New York, I don't know that I'd be calling him like an elite wide receiver three, but would he be a fun wide receiver three? Yeah, uh, he would be, but, but you'd have to be careful. Atlanta would be bad if they had the right quarterback. Atlanta could be could be okay, I, I guess. Um, but yeah, not until they. Have I mean, a, what have they got now? They just got Pitts, and they got in uh, London. But um, London. But are they, is is Odell even looking at Atlanta? Probably hell no. Not until they have a quarterback in oh. place. Like that's the last place he's going to go until they change their. You know, like he's ring chasing, bro. Yeah. He, he's definitely looking for a ring. Not Odell. I'm talking about Hopkins. Oh, oh, yeah. In a trade, a, a trade, he has no choice, right? But. So yeah, that, it's possible, but I don't know that the Falcons are looking to get older. So I would say no, unless they unless they pulled in like a Lamar, then you do it. Uh, I also got word today, word today that, that the Ravens are not interested in Hopkins, which doesn't bode well for them even wanting to repair things with Lamar. It doesn't necessarily for sure mean that, but I'm saying it doesn't. It's another piece of evidence we don't have. Let me let me put it that way. If they wanted Hopkins, I might say, you know what? There might be some interest in in bringing Lamar back. But the fact that they're out on Hopkins, that's one piece of evidence we don't have to suggest that they're repairing things for Lamar. Um, Real quickly, hang tight. 832 caller. You're live. Smitty. Yes. It's uh, Mr. Okafor. First time caller, man. Okafor, what's up? What's up, bro? Yeah. Yeah, uh, the show. So, uh, well, I guess as far as the topics go, let's see. Uh, Hopkins, I have no clue. No clue where this man can end up. Because um, I haven't really been, I guess, following his story as much. Oh, down the Jets. Yeah, I got a couple of Garrett Wilson shares. I, I'd, prepare, I, I'd prefer that he, uh, you know, choose another location. But but it would be nice. It would be nice for us. Definitely like a Super Bowl caliber uh, stuff. And Zeke, uh, wherever he goes, I'm guessing they'll just use him the same way they did in Dallas, just to plow in at the goal line. So yeah, Zeke Zeke is uh, <laughs> Zeke is probably, uh, in my opinion, he's 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 done. But at the same time, like in the right spot, he could he could do okay. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not super. Yeah. I'm not super excited about Zeke from any sort of fantasy football level at all. But I think he definitely yeah, he definitely was... has the right spot he could go to that he could be very useful to said team. But you know yeah. that that would be like on a you know, use sparingly type of basis. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you want to pull like a Jamal Williams, you could uh, go ahead just kill a bunch of goal line TDs. Just throw it in for somebody else. So from from a fantasy fantasy perspective. <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, hold on one second, Oka, but, uh, Oka, Oka 4. Hold on one second. Rock out. Did you want to add to this topic real quick? You're live. Uh, where's Odell going? Where's Hopkins going? 
Give me your quickest answer. Um, Hopkins probably probably Buffalo and Odell. Uh, hmm. I mean, he could go to Baltimore, but I don't think so because of Lamar. So I'm in question with Odell right now. Mm-hmm. All right, Okafor. Uh, what else you got? Give us a new topic. Okafor, a new new topic. Go. Nah, nah, nah. This is from was this from yesterday? I don't know. Time kind of flies. I can't let this man get away with this, Smitty. I can't. I can't do it. What? All right. He's done fooled everybody, man. Four five. I mean, four four eight to four five two. Nah, nah. Jesus is not fooling me, man. No way, Smitty. What do you mean right. he's not fooling? What, what do you mean JSN's <laughs> not fooling you? What are you What are you talking about? Uh, I'm talking about that forty times, man. That forty times is misleading. Let me you see. You cut on that tape. I've never seen. I've never seen seen a receiver get hocked so badly in my life, man. No, man. Let me see. Now, me... now, as far as the evidence goes, no feelings aside, you know. So at the pro day, um. They said that different scouts were saying that, uh, like the range was like four, four, eight to four, five, two. How does that happen? Well, so you're, like talk, you're, talk, you're talking about a lot of there. a lot of clocks, a lot of watches, a lot of. Uh, this isn't like the same thing as the combine, um, but but so they're, they're they're hand timing that. Uh, in some <laughs> some of the cases, yeah, but they did have some uh, some speed stuff set up, um, I, I believe. So. Um, but oh, yeah, I don't know. But, I saw the tape, man. I didn't see nothing but cameras. I didn't see big. I didn't see speed stuff on the field, man. Yeah, well, even if it was all hand time, <laughs> even if it was all hand time, you got to think. Okay, sometimes they add a little bit to the the hand time. You know, they say you got to add a certain number of uh, of uh, of I don't know, t- ten, like, like, tenth of a like second, zero point two five seconds, tenth man. of a second, That's or something like that. Man. But keep in mind that this is a a, a wide range of people. And if somebody hit four four eight, and somebody hit four four eight, and somebody hit four four nine, somebody hit five four five two, the range was there, and that's a pretty close range. I mean, that's not that like that's a lot of people coming up with those times. I don't know. Look, you're focusing on the wrong thing. Like this guy, <laughs> I mean, Jerry Rice was a four seven. He was a four seven. If this guy's running. Let's say I don't, I don't. I don't even get he's I know, but let's say he runs a four five two. That's still very fast for a guy that has all the other intangibles and the the speed and everything that he has. Look, he's quick on the field. He's not fast. He's not like burner burner fast. But running a four four eight, if the, if that's true, and your assumption that it's not true, I, I've no, I have no like argument for it. It's an opinion, and we've no real way to. He didn't run the forty at the pro uh, at the combine. Why? Because maybe you do run a tad faster, hand timed, and he he you know maybe he wasn't quite ready to 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 run that time and, and just felt like he needed to practice a little more. Maybe he put on some I don't know some bulk to be more impressive. Then he slimmed down and then ran. You know, there's a lot of reasons these guys don't run the forty and then do run it later. They they want to be in their their own their own area, their own uh, their home turf, so to speak. You know, a place they practice and run it. They don't want all the pressure of, of, of the way it's done. Who knows? Whatever the case may be. But to run a four four eight even hand time, that's pretty good. 
that's pretty good. That's I would call that a fast person. I wouldn't say he's a burner, yeah, but I'd say or, he's 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 fast. That's fast, man. Four four eight's fast. Or, if you ran I it, like quick. I I I say like quick, kind of like like how I think of Bijan. You know, like I guess acceleration kind of mixes into quickness, so you can start and stop. I guess quickly. Slash, I guess if you have good technique too, that helps too. Yeah, what's, what's but it? it's not going to matter anyway. It's freaking Devontae Adams. What Cooper is, Cup run like a four six two? I'm not saying it's gonna, well, in my league it might matter since I don't. I think it was yesterday you went on a rant. No, or two days ago about the the stupid scoring systems that that leagues have. Yeah, mine puts together like ridiculous bonuses for like forty yard reception touchdown, sixty yard reception touchdown. It's, it, it, it's awful. So uh, hold on a second. Oh, hold, hold, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Charger Chris says the Chiefs. What the f are you talking about, buddy? This guy's clearly in the wrong place. Uh, what in the hell is deep <laughs> deep fake? Deep fake. You don't know what deep fake is, bro. Like what are you what are you talking about? This might be the most dumb and stupid as can be chat in the community. Says uh, Charger Chris. Well, I got a solution for that. I got a solution for that. There you go, pal. And you, you know, no need to even show up anymore. We took care of it for you, okay? There you go. On your way. We freed you. You're free to go somewhere else and, and enjoy the, the, the comforts of another chat and see how, how much you like that. See if you can tear down and destroy that chat community, but you won't do it here. You are free. Why I'm picking Okay, uh... Real quickly, Okafor, I'm sorry. Right. Continue, and then we got to go to rock out. No, I mean, that, that was pretty much it. The prize uh, didn't really send me on the lap for my JSN take, you know. But like, it's like, I, I don't, it's not going to affect his, his fantasy value, you know. It should yeah. be a fine fantasy receipt. I'm only, I'm only kind of hating because, uh, you know, I can't. I don't have the draft cap for it again. You know? Yeah, you're, you're just, you're jealous. So this, uh, this is how real, I cope. Real quickly, yeah, that, that, that other... Him, him, yeah, hold on one second. Real quickly, uh, that, that's funny that guy says, what am I talking about, the Chiefs? It's only in the news. Like, what, 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 what's this guy What's this guy want? Does he want us not to talk about the things in the news? Like, Chiefs, what the F is this guy talking about? What do you mean? The Chiefs are in the news. The Chiefs are in the news about Odell. The Chiefs are in the news about Hopkins. It's in the news. Sometimes we come in and we say, yeah, it's likely. Sometimes we say, nah, it's just kind of buzz. It's probably just smoke. Or, hey, what do you think about this one person's rumor? Uh, I don't like it, but I actually think it... Or I don't think it's true, but I think it would actually be cool. There's always to break this down. But it's unbelievable. Uh, okay, uh, so uh, let's go back to Rock Out real quick. Rock Out, what else you got? Bring up a new topic. Something something we haven't talked about yet. Or, I guess if you have something to add on this, go ahead. Um, What's your feelings on the Bills? backfield and if like Charbonnet fell you think they would take him uh yeah let, let me read the super chat because it kind of ties into this Garrett appreciate your super chat Garrett to the moon my guy to the moon appreciate you Garrett uh Garrett says Hopkins to the Bills or Chiefs Odell to the Jets who's better in Cincy Henry or Eckler are we drafting tonight Smitty probably not tonight bro I'm sorry um also Saquon in the moon is a moon man 
He's not a moon man, um, but he could be. Um, because Saquon's going in the second round, I got an ADP video I'm doing. And again, announcement, I announced it earlier. I'm doing a weekly ADP show. And I'm going to do it differently than anybody else does it. It's not just going to be, oh, in general, who do I like? The first episode will be that way. So it'll be, hey, let's break down the top 30. Let me tell you who I like, who I don't like. But then every week we might address something different. Like the ADP show may have only wide receiver topics going on. The ADP show the next week might be only tight ends. It might be only quarterbacks. It might be only this. It might be only that. Um, so it's going to be amazing uh, and fantastic. And you guys are going to absolutely love it. But I would say Henry uh, is is probably the best fit for Buffalo. Eckler would be as well, though. Um, I think... Uh, what was the other question? Saquon Moon Man. Yeah, he definitely could be. Oh, because I was going to say that, that Saquon's falling to round number two, the top of two. And really, that's almost win a league potential territory, you know, for Saquon. Because Saquon could be a top five overall player. So, w- wouldn't shock me at all if Saquon was, was a mo- you know, Moon Man or at least a satellite man. But, uh, and then was, was there another question? Eckler. Eckler would be good in Cincy. I think Eckler's best location would be Cincy, personally. Um, we got a caller from the 925. Who's this? You're live. Hey, this is George. What's up, George? Hey, uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, I love your show. Uh, I wanted to kind of get your take on who you think is going to be the biggest sophomore slump this season. Sophomore slump. Oh, and and, and real quickly, uh, Rockout, what was your question? I think I'd sidetracked on Henry, and then I didn't answer it. I was, I was like, uh, what's your feelings on the Buffalo oh, Bills yeah. backfield? Gotcha. I, I think, so I did kind of answer it. I think Henry's the best land, uh, best player to land there, and I don't know that they have their running back situation sorted out. Damian Harris and James Cook are going to eat into each other's workload. I don't think James Cook's is going to hold on to the job. I think Damian Harris is a good between-the-tackles runner. So I think that eventually could be a problem for James Cook. And and they may trade for Henry. They may not. That 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 Damian Harris signing potentially made it to where maybe they're a little less likely to make the Derrick Henry trade or an Eckler trade, but it doesn't mean it's ruled out. And to the so- sophomore slump question, was your question? Yeah. Um, if I had to pick a sophomore slump player, I'd probably say Traylon Burks. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he didn't really have a great season anyway, so I don't know if you can even use him. But that's somebody I think people are expecting a big season and probably won't do well. I think Brian Robinson's a candidate for a sophomore slump. Not, not again, not that he exploded, but I just feel like that situation's not very clear. I think Rashad White, unfortunately, could either... Well, he could do two things. He could, If he escapes the draft and they bring in a different quarterback situation, which I don't think they will, then then he could maybe be a surprise. But he also very much has that, that sophomore slump potential feel to him, unfortunately. I hate saying that, but Tampa's a, like a death trap for running backs and wide receivers right now. Yeah. I, just don't, I don't like it. Well, I'm, Jay- I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back. I'm gonna bring it back to this OBJ conversation, and I think it's gonna be Garrett Wilson. Woo, dog! Hold on a second. <laughs> it's a, it's okay. Differing opinions are okay, but that one that one definitely. Uh, 
I, I definitely don't like it. It definitely doesn't. Well, think about it. When when Rodgers when Rodgers is at his best, he's he's moving the ball to multiple receivers. I, I think not. I mean, really, really. I mean, isn't 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 Watson compl- is isn't Watson laser locked on? Is isn't uh, Adams laser locked on? I, I would I'd venture to say the opposite's true, bro. This guy will lock onto one guy. Now maybe he loves Lazard more than we think, and there's an Odell co- goes there, and there's not enough footballs to go around. But I don't think. I think if anybody suffers, it's Odell and Lazard and Garrett Wilson so electric. Um, he's such a good player that I think Rodgers will gravitate toward him. But, I mean, it's not the craziest take in the world. I don't like it. I hit the take a lap button for a reason. But is it? could I see a world where there's just too many weapons or something? I, I suppose. But I think Garrett Wilson's so good, bro. He's so good. I, yeah. I'd, ra- I'd, rather, I'd rather bank on him than, than even consider... It, like the thing is, where does he climb ADP wise? But but what makes you think he's gonna spread the ball around? I mean, he hasn't really done that. I mean, he, he's getting old. He's more of a check down receiver, and you know, OBJ's that possession type receiver down the middle. Yeah, but he can't. So I mean, I think I think it's gonna be more of a connection to OBJ than anybody else. <sighs> I don't know. The thing about Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner is they command so much respect on that team. They're the leaders right now. Until Aaron Rodgers gets there, those guys just scream like we are in charge. We are in charge. Everybody's looking to us. We are the leaders. Garrett Wilson's so elusive. And and I admit, I, I, I had questions about him walking into the season. Um, but you don't always have all the answers with which rookies will thrive. The, what matters is how quickly you adapt and recognize, especially going into the, the future years. Sometimes rookie years are tough to, to predict. Um, I really like Burks coming out of college, and I, I don't like him at all anymore because things change. People evolve. You know, things are things are different. I, I think Burks could do okay, and he could prove me wrong. I wouldn't close the door on him, but his situation sucks. He's kind of been disappointing. Yeah. He's got, you know, no offense to the asthma thing and all that. I, I understand he can't help it or whatever, but, like, those are all disappointing things, man. Those are all things you're not expecting out of your wide receiver that's supposed to break out, and he's got a horrible situation. But but I, I, I truly believe Garrett Wilson's going to be uh, as good as we're advertising that he'll be because we're a little higher on him than most communities. But communities are catching up. Um, unlike that caller, Chris, who thinks that we're full of, of garbage here. The, what do we what do you call us? The, the most, what do you say? dumbest or fake yeah it's dumbest fakest whatever yeah Yeah. it's because we're out of the curve personally my my opinion my opinion is i'm gonna put more stock into Olave than garrett wilson this upcoming season i don't blame you on that i don't blame you on that i'm not saying i necessarily 100 agree but i've i put a video out there uh the Olave video have you seen it where i said i don't know that there's one wide receiver anymore that could Cracked that top five and shocked the entire fantasy football world. I think Alave might arguably be just as good, could even be better than Garrett Wilson in 2023. So I, I'm yeah. with I'm with you on that. However, I, I'm 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 prefacing that Alave's ADP is around bottom of the second into the turn into the top of three. So do not take Alave at. 13 overall because you're like well i won't get him just draft appropriately <laughs> and i you know I, would i take him at like 17 or 18 sure but w- but i don't want people to to target that but you need to you need to pick your spots you need to play the adp game 
to the best of your ability so that you can spread out your risk level. And you don't want to draft a Lave in your one league that's drafting early because you're afraid you're not going to get him. You take him at 14 overall. And then in your other league, you're all of a sudden drafting at 19 and you can get him. And now you got him in both leagues and you didn't get to take advantage of a different approach and diversifying with the Alave pick at 12 or 13. Just draft smartly. Use ADP to your advantage. Do a bunch of best ball drafts where you can you can go. I've gone Alave at like 15 or 16 at a best ball draft and and uh, been okay with it. That, that I'm fine with. Garrett, appreciate your super chat, by the way, and uh, Saquon to the moon. We'll, we'll find out. We'll find out. Garrett dropped another super chat. Alave over Garrett Wilson <laughs> is a clown take, says Garrett. Garrett, you just super chatted to say that. I, I appreciate that, but uh, I don't think it is. I don't think it is a clown take. I I think uh, if you want to call it a clown take, and, and I, I still appreciate you, Garrett, because you're super chatting to say that, but, but at the same time, like, how is it a clown take? Alave has all the skill sets that Garrett Wilson has. If not, you could you could almost say Alave's a, like a little bit more dynamic, bro. He, this is this is quite arguably the most well put together wide receiver of the entire sophomore wide receiver draft class. You could argue that. You could argue that Alave is you know he's he's a little bit more of of everything you want out of a wide receiver. Garrett Wilson's a little on the on the smaller slender side right but he's he's fantastic i'm not knocking garrett wilson i i feel like i'm higher on garrett wilson than anybody garrett i think it's because of the name garrett i think you're upset garrett because they both play college ball <laughs> together on the same team uh, garrett they're trying to stick together yeah i i mean <laughs> i i got garrett a player garrett. for a sophomore <laughs> disappointment go ahead um brock purdy Brock Purdy could easily be a sophomore disappointment, depending on the injury. If he gets another chance to come back, he could be a disappointment. Yeah, I don't. I mean, if he's even on the field, yeah. I think uh, James Cook, another potential sophomore disappointment. Tyler Algier could be a sophomore blow up in a good way or a blow up in a bad way. Just unfortunately, the way that 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 situation could be for him, he could a, a rookie could get drafted into that spot. Um, but I like them. It doesn't mean I don't like them. Remember, panic chamber guys, sometimes they're in the panic chamber and I still want to buy them. So it just there's some risk level there. Isaiah Pacheco, there's some potential bust potential there. I don't know that I'm predicting him to bust, but this is KC. They rotated three running backs last year. So if we want to pretend, oh, they're, they're changing their way they do things now that they found their guy, he was the third guy they rotated into. And McKinnon's still on the roster. I mean, Clyde should be traded, we we think. But, I mean, it's still a potential disappointment. Damian Pierce, depends on what happens with the draft. I like him a lot, but could he bust? There's a potential for it. Um, Oconquo, I don't think is, is ranked high enough that he can bust on anybody. But, like, will he get the wide receiver or the quarterback support? Um... I mean, th- those are all the names that come to mind for sophomore busts. I mean... I don't think Brees Hall will. I don't think Walker will. I don't think uh, I don't think Damian Pierce will. But he's got to escape the draft, and that's it. I mean, like Rashad White's yeah. a, a one that's hard for me to say, but that's a potential bust. Potential. Hopefully not. Garrett, appreciate the the clown call out anyway. Um, whatever you super chat, <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna get mad at you. Call me a clown. It's fine. Garrett Wilson to Mars, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, let's see here. Um, is Okafor still there? Okafor, 
let me give you a let me give you a question, and and, and you answer it. A short answer, please. All right. More win a league capable. Joe Burrow four point one. Or Kenneth Walker two point one two. Who? Kenny. Oh, oh, oh I, thought, I, I thought I heard. I thought I heard Karen walk. I said what? No, Karen. Karen, Karen is Karen not in this. What? Karen is not in this topic. I mean... Kenneth Walker two point one two. Joe Burrow four point one. What is more likely to win you a league, Oga for? I gotta go with the running back committee. Okay. I think Kenneth Walker is a very, very talented guy. He has RB one potential. Getting him second round. Oh. Tomorrow, tomorrow I'm going to have a video up, guys. Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker winning leagues. Why? I'll tell you why. ADP video drops, I think, tomorrow at some point. Uh, Ron Navy, Brees Hall at 3.1 or Joe Burrow 4.1. Which one is more win a league? What has more win a league potential? Well, honestly, you got to go with Burrow. I mean, quarterback, the league quarterback, and Burrow's up in the quarterback score more fantasy points than running backs and wide receivers so i gotta go with burrow uh steven from massachusetts how many touchdowns does joe burrow throw for in 2023 and and let me just give you uh let me give you the stats in 2020 let me give you his entire career so you can give me a, a a fair projection and keep in mind this dude had his offensive line improved and enhanced uh joe burrow Stats are as follows. Let's see here. 2020. Actually, let me just put up last year's because I can't I can't grab the other. And keep in mind that Joe Burrow, uh Joe Burrow ran for <laughs> God. Hey, don't look. Steven from Massachusetts. You're not looking, are you? No, I'm not looking. Okay. Free 2023 membership to the fantasyfootballshow.com. How many rushing touchdowns did Joe Burrow have? Uh I'm going to say six. Ooh, you're close, bro. Five. He had five. Joe Burrow had five rushing touchdowns. Five rushing. Okay, so he had 35 passing touchdowns in 2023. 2022. 2022, 35. So he had 40 total scores. How many touchdowns, Steven, from Mass? How many touchdowns does he score total? And how many are passing in 2023? So, uh, so you, you want me to give a total uh, between just between running and passing? And yeah, how just, many just yeah, strictly pass? Give me both. Give me both. Uh, all right. Well, I'm gonna say he's gonna go. He's gonna up from uh, from 30 touchdowns to. Uh, I think he's gonna get maybe about like 39, 40 touchdowns. Okay, if, bro. Six, if he throws six. If he throws either 39 or 40 touchdowns, I want you to save this at 57 minutes into this video. You can you can come back and screen grab it, keep it on your phone. If he throws 39 or 40, you get either one because you said both numbers. I will give you right. a lifetime content membership to the fantasyfootballshow.com. Okay. I want you to save this. I I will not keep be able to keep track of this. It's gone. Like it'll be in one ear out the other ear. Okay. So screen record record this. He has to throw. Not not total touchdowns. Throw for what you said, either thirty nine or forty. If he does lifetime ninety nine dollar membership to the fantasy football show, 
Okay. All right. All right, good. And Smitty's going to be rooting you on the whole time oh, yeah. because he loves Burrow. I mean, I'll, I'll hope he exceeds <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> no, I'll be rooting for I mean, you. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I hope that he, I hope that he throws, throws for more. But I mean, I, I also think it depends on what they're do, what they're doing too. I mean, because wasn't there like rumors that they wanted to get that uh, that that wasn't sure about what's going on with T Higgins? They're still keeping him, right? Yeah, Okafer. Yeah, Okafer. Yeah. 2024 membership, not the lifetime, but the 2024 membership. This one's a little easier. And you have to take care of this screen grab and you got to show me the video and everything, or at least point me to 58 minutes into this video and give me the link and everything, because I'll forget all about this. Uh, you guess Joe Burrow's rushing touchdowns. I'll give you a free 2024 the show.com membership. Rushing touchdowns next year? Yeah. Okay. He's got he's going to calculation throw mode to carry, five out there. carry the one. Okay, five. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you you at fifty nine minutes into this video, roughly fifty eight minutes. Send me this link and tell me fifty eight minutes into it if you win five touchdowns. Got it. Got it. And All let's right. go. Let's go to. Uh, Let's see. I'm sorry. Who is on? Who else is on the line? That's from area code nine two five. George. George. I'm sorry, George. I'm trying to enter in your name, and I, I can't from the screen. Uh, George, if you get within, let's see, 100 yards of Joe Burrow's passing yardage, I'll give you a 30 uh, 2024. TheFantasyFootballShow.com membership. So give me Joe Burrow's passing yard total. You have to get within 100. For the upcoming season? Yep. Oh, well, this is going to be easy because I got the Bengals going all the way winning the Super Bowl. He's going over 5,000 yards. <sighs> okay. I, I like it, bro. You're, I mean, not to sound weird, but this <laughs> this is getting me excited. <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting me excited, bro. Uh, go ahead and give me a number. You got to get within 100 yards. 5175. Okay. Keep the link. Uh, we started talking about this about 57 minutes into the show or whatever. So keep the link. I won't even know how to get back to this. Uh, okay. Thank you guys. Uh, Ron Navy and rock out for good measure. Let's see what we can do for you. Um, let's do Garrett Wilson. Rock out. Do you have a do you have a lifetime content membership rock out? Um I don't know if it's a lifetime, but I got a late got a profile with it. Okay. You, you I'm upgrading you to a lifetime membership rock out. If you can guess and remember the, the time that date stamp in the link. Garrett Wilson's touchdown total, and you gotta be within you can give me two numbers. You can say like 10 and 11. Hmm. You get both of them. Go with 7 and 10. 7 and 10. Oh, you get, you're getting both. Now, you can't go in between, but you want 7 and you want 10. That's I would I would have thought you would have said like 10 and 11, 11 and 12, but you're, you're dividing and conquering, bro. I like it. That's bold. Okay. Keep the link. I Again, I'm not going to have any recollection of this. Ron Navy. Ron Navy. I will put Ron Navy's name across the top and, and take up half of the screen for an entire show if Ron Navy gets this correct. 
And Give him it, a tough one. And it'll just say Ron Navy, like, in front of my whole, like, almost <laughs> take up the entire, I have to go do the whole show like this. I'll have to duck if Ron gets this correct. <laughs> Ron, how many passing touchdowns will Kenny Pickett get? And you have to be, you have to be within three. Or no, no, actually, give me, give oh, me, give me, just give me three numbers. You, and if you land any one of the three, you win. So if you want 33, 34, 35, or 21, 22, 23, so, sorry, that was a low number. Uh, throw out three numbers, Ron, you get any one of the three correct. On passing touchdowns, not combined, passing. Keep the link. Just passing, just passing touchdowns. Just passing. You gotta, you gotta get the number right. And I'm gonna give you three guesses for it to get it right. You wow. can do, you can do what Rockout did. Rockout picked seven and ten when I gave him two numbers instead of doing ten and eleven or, or nine and ten. He did seven and ten. Uh, wow. So go ahead, toss out, toss out a touchdown total. You get it correct, and you got three guesses. Ron Navy is gonna go on like half the screen, and I'll do my whole show ducking. I'll keep it up the whole time. Wow. All right. Well, let's see. Three here. numbers. I think better odds than me. Yeah, I guess, huh? Yeah, but he's going to go so high. <laughs> he's going to go so high. <laughs> Start with 20-something. Start with something with 20. He's going to be like 38, 39, <laughs> or 40. Damn. Uh, nope. I'm going to say, I'm gonna say uh, 28. Thirty-one, and I'll go a little. Uh, I'll say twenty-six. Okay, okay. You heard it, boys. You heard it. These are the predictions. This is the prediction show. Um, and uh, everybody, send me your link and your. If you got it correct, and I'll review it at the end of the year. I'll send it to my quality assurance team. We'll we'll take a look at it and see if you won. Um, Ada says rushing touchdowns six and eight TDs. Ada, unfortunately, um, actually, you know, Ada, I'll, just because it's you, bro, I'll let you. I'll include you as well. Make sure you send this timestamp, and not not everybody else gets to do this. But Ada, you can have the six and eight. You get those two guesses. I'm gonna give you. 2024 show.com membership. Not a lifetime, but I'll, I'll let you enter those two guesses. Okay. Um, anything else? Let, let, me, let me go over to Steven. Steven, you got 10 seconds. Final thoughts? Yeah. I just wanted to know uh, what you thought about uh, the Kansas City up upgrading their wide receiver room. It seems like they've been losing a lot of guys. Uh, I know they lost Miss Houston and they, they lost uh, Miko Harmon. Do you, who do you think that they're going to go after to uh, put Mahomes uh, with some weapons? Because, I mean, right now, if we're going to – I mean, I'm, I'm sure you see in the drafts, the, besides, like, Travis Kelsey, you're just looking at, like, Sky Moore and a bunch of, like, you, like guys that you don't even want. Yeah. Um, I uh, Dante, go to thefantasyfootballshow.com if you're looking for all my written content. Thefantasyfootballshow.com. Surprise, surprise. That's my website. Uh, I would say – I mean, Hopkins is in the cards. Like that, we're already hearing that maybe they're they've been eliminated because of the contract. But like I said earlier, you make a trade, just like DJ Moore, you make a trade, you recon you reconstruct the contract. 
So I don't know why everyone's ruling out Hopkins for KC, but I have heard that Hopkins is maybe not as likely to go to KC because of the contract. But they can restructure. They can make it... You can do a lot of this lump sum bonus up front of the salary and it, it ends up being more feasible. Uh, let me look up his contract real quick, though. Let's just take a look at how difficult it is. Um, other players that you could go after, I guess... Uh, Rookies. I mean, you could obviously draft one of the the bigger name rookies if you wanted. Um, uh, in terms of trade, I don't know what other trade, what other wide receivers could get traded, guys. Hmm. Who, who am I not thinking of? Ron, who who's in the news potentially to get traded? I don't know that there's many left. Brandon Ayuk. Uh, there have been people that have been kicking around Ayuk and Debo, but Debo's got a thirty-five million dollar cap hit, so I don't think Debo's getting traded. <laughs> Even though people are saying he, you think Mike, you think Mike Evans could get traded? Uh, depending on what team, uh, you know that's, do, that's they want, not, they want, uh, you, you know Higgins has been talked about, but then they shot it down. The team said the team. I think the GM coming out and saying what the GM said. I believe it was the GM that said it. That uh, we're not in the business of getting rid of good players, so that's not my problem that someone wants Higgins. So th- you can't really walk that back. That's like you're really talking up the guy up. Uh, I think Mike Evans is a, certainly a good one to, to bring up. Yeah, that was a re- that's a really good one, bro. I could see him getting traded. I don't know what his contract looks like. Um, Hopkins has a $19.4 million salary owed to him this year with a dead cap of 22.6 mil. So that dead cap's pretty high. The Cardinals may not trade him if the deal's not really, really good. It's almost like you're you're getting hit this year pretty hardcore, but you're getting rid of next year's $14.9 million salary, and you're not going to take 11 mil dead cap hit next year, and next year is what you're worried about. So if, if the Cardinals get a draft pick that they like enough, they'll say, you know what, we'll buy a draft pick. We'll buy a draft pick for this year, but we'll get rid of and, and be able to rebuild and, and take care of next year. So I just wanted to look up Hopkins' deal, but... Evans is pretty good. Ron, do you got any other players that potentially could get traded? Uh, Diggs has been talked about as being a guy that some people say could get traded, but he's he's not. They restructured. It's he, you know, he's staying. What about Gallup? Gallup? Yeah, Dallas. Um, I mean, they just just signed uh, what's his name. So, I mean, Gallup is. Um. So injury prone. What a team. Of course, actually, I don't know what his contract stuff is right now. You know, but team actually pl- like pay for him. I don't know if they would. I mean, you know what? We've seen guys get traded at that level. I don't think he's impacting, but yeah, he could. He could, I suppose, get traded. Um, I have Jerry Judy, the guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, Judy and Cortland Sutton. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm like racking my brain. I'm like, what what wide receivers am I not thinking of that could get traded? Jerry Judy mm-hmm. and Cortland Sutton. Both or one of them could certainly get traded. I don't know what the reason is for Sean Payton. I think he just wants to mix things up and start over. And 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 Judy's. Well, forget that Patrick was the number two over Judy until he got injured last year. So, you know, for now, I mean, if Patrick's back healthy, that makes Judy expendable. Here, yeah. Corey Davis is going to get cut sloth. No one's going to no one's going to go after Corey Davis. But he, the rumor is what I'm hearing very re- reliable, I think, sources that Corey Davis is probably getting cut. That's why Odell's being talked about. Cooper Cup if rebuild in LA. Yeah, Cooper Cup could potentially get traded. That's a good one. Uh F1, 
I don't think uh, McLaurin's getting traded in, in Washington, but it's certainly possible if the the price was right. Pittman would be nice in Atlanta. Um, really, Woody, though, unless they have a quarterback, bro, I don't, I don't know that anybody wants a crowded wide receiver room. I think London can survive there with Ritter, but I don't know that I want to crowd that up over there until they get a, a sufficient... What about Terry McLaurin? Yeah, that's F1. That's what we were just talking about. Um, possible. How about Keenan? Yeah, Travis said Keenan Allen. I got that right on the screen here. That was what I was going to say next. Um, certainly possible. And I'm not, like, super high in what Keenan about Allen. Lockett? You what? What about Lockett? Lockett from Seattle. I suppose. Didn't he just sign an extension, though? Not that that doesn't... That, I mean, sometimes extensions make you more tradable, so it's not like that rules him out, but... Didn't he? Let's see here. Lockett could have his contract extended. Oh, he could have his. Yeah, he could have his contract extended to free up cap space. Yeah, I, I suppose he could. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how trade. He's getting older. He's getting older, and they might want to like bring up some younger receivers. Yeah, J- Jackson Smith and Jigba. They a lot of people talked about him going to Seattle. That would be a, a real, real nice. Uh, land for Seattle, but I don't know that that's my favorite landing spot because DK's there. I did see some reports that uh, some people were talking about Hunter Renfro could get traded out of Vegas. Yeah. I, I, I think that's possible. Um, again, Debo Samuel, his cap hits 35 mil. He's not getting traded. He's not getting traded. Give me one, Smitty, says Niner Rick. What are you talking about? I hope Watson gets traded. Christian Watson is not getting traded out of and I think he's fine. I want him. I kind of like him with Jordan Love. It's in a weird way. I, in a weird way, I think he could do just as good now. He couldn't have before he got developed and fast tracked. But now, I feel like sometimes the right blend of decent play in Jordan Love and the right blend of being down and needing to throw the football in the third and fourth fourth quarter can make for a good fantasy football wide receiver situation. It wouldn't shock me in the slightest if Watson played better under under Jordan Love than Aaron Rodgers this year. Like, I'm not saying last year obviously needed to happen. But part of me feels like Watson's far enough along now that maybe Jordan Love's just going to be like, where are you? Catch the ball, please. Just take it over and over and over. Like, I, I'm kind of intrigued by it. I don't know, Ron, if you feel... They already in last year. When Love got in there, and, and remember Christian Watson wasn't having a big game, and then Love hit him down the sideline for that big big pass. He was using him. Yeah, let's look it up real quick. I, w- I want that to be confirmed by my own eyeballs here. Jordan, I do remember that. Jordan Love, uh, what 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 uh, what game was that roughly, Ron? God, I can't oh, remember. It was against the Eagles when uh, they're getting blown out. Let's put them side by side. Okay, here here's uh here's Jordan Love's game log. Okay. Jordan Love's game log is right here on the on the left and then Christian Watson's game log. Let's find this. Let's let's do a little investigation here. Christian Watson, they still got him on on CBS Sports listed as a third wide receiver. Let me hit the take a lap button. Because of coming yeah. back from that knee surgery, like six, eight weeks or something. Yeah, so you can already like forget about it. it was the first half of the season. You can pretty much you don't have to even investigate that. 
Okay, so here here was so Jordan Love played uh, weeks one, six, twelve, and seventeen. So week one, wait, what? Oh yeah, he just he must have thrown a couple times. Let's check, see. check week twelve. I got a sneaky suspicion about week twelve. Is either week twelve or seventeen? Yeah, week twelve. He had a touchdown, one hundred ten yards. Jordan Love had one hundred thirteen yards and a touchdown. It appears that would be the week. I don't I don't know how long he did he play that full game. That was six. I don't know. It was. I mean, that was six completions oh. for nine. Uh, not on nine attempts for 113 yards and a touchdown. I, I I imagine that was probably it. But that yeah, there's there. I mean, that's one game. We're trying to find one game. They that was the, they that was have the, the rapport. Game. They have the rapport. <laughs> we found it. We found it. <laughs> the golden gem. <laughs> the roadmap. One game. One pass. They're one for one together. <laughs> I, I'm just excited about it. I'm just a little excited about it. I'm not. I'm not rooting for a Christian Watson trade. Of course, I'd welcome it if he got traded to the right spot, you know. But for the most part, okay. Let's circle back around. I'm. Uh, who's the nine two five caller? Is it Fred? Fred? It's George. George. Damn it. Same thing. George, you, you got ten seconds, pal. And George, as soon as I end the call, I'm hoping I can go. And add your name to the to the thing. Right now, it won't let me. But George, you got ten seconds going, and I appreciate you. All right, my bold take for next season: Trevor Lawrence will be a top three fantasy quarterback, and I'm going to draft Ridley to stack. I like it. I like it. What what number? What what was it? Top what? Top three. Wow, that's good. That's bold, bro. I like it. All right, appreciate you. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, buddy. Call in anytime. All right, uh, Oka for you. Ten seconds. <laughs> My bull takes the season. Not so bulls for me. But Garrett Wilson will outperform the Golden Boy. Jamar Chase by season end. Okay. Wow. I, yeah, I mean, I could, I could do see, it. Look, I could see it happening. Like if Jamar even missed time, you know, or something like that. But but uh, hopefully hopefully they both both just ball out. Hopefully we can't tell them apart. It's like Garrett Wilson, Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase, Garrett Wilson, absolute monsters. I like it. Okafor, Garrett Wilson outperforms Jamar Chase. Says Okafor, Okafor out. Appreciate you, Okafor. No. All right, call in anytime. Uh, first time caller too. Nice job. Rock out. You've got <laughs> ten seconds, pal. All right, I got Sam Brown and. Williams from Detroit, top 25. Both of them? Okay. And got, where do you have Goff then? And, and that's not that bold, top 25, both of them. You got to have one of them way higher than that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's, that's pretty uh, where, low. Where do I Goff? You what? So where do I got Goff? Well, I mean, give me a higher ranking out of one of those wide receivers. Both top 25 ain't no... Ain't no thing to write home uh, about. I got St. Brown number eight. Okay. I like it. All right, Rock Out. Appreciate you, man. Yep. Call in anytime and uh, and always appreciate your support. Make sure you keep this link and you you get that timestamp and everything, okay? Uh, so we got a Mexican Coke for you and a Drunka today for you. Attaboy. 
Atta boy. I'm drinking less of those because I've been trying to, to lose the LBs. I, I still am not like super fit, and that's my that's I'm I failed. I failed again. However, I feel like I've made super big progress because I'm I'm down to two fifteen to two sixteen instead of two twenty three, two twenty one. What was I on this? Let's see here. <laughs> on this uh, meat suit photo, I was two twenty three. So I'm down to two I'd say 215. Let me cha change this number between 215 and 216. Let me see if I can. Let me change this number. So 215. So I'm down a, a, a number of LBs, but I I need to uh, I need to start lifting on the daily so I can cut up because right now I'm still like a yep. like a blob. Um, so I might have to reset my date again, but I've made a lot of progress, so I'm proud of the the weight loss. But um, I do miss the the Mexican cokes, but I've been drinking Prime. Um, this one's got 25 calories per bottle, and if I if I if I drink like four or five of these, that's like still less than one what? Coke, <laughs> you know. So yeah, let's start another challenge. Yeah, I'll just reset the date a little bit, but I'm I'm down. I mean, that's a good amount. Uh, I'm down 20 pounds since Xmas says uh, row. That's awesome, bro. All right, rock out. Appreciate you, pal. All right. All right, Steve. Steven, you got 10 seconds. Get the bed. Uh, Get the that's bed, all Steven. I have for today, man. I'll just call back in tomorrow. Uh, you have a good day, Smitty. Yeah, I appreciate you, Steven. Later. Ron, closing Later. thoughts? Well, everybody would expect me to make a Steeler prediction, so I'm not going to do that, even though I think they're going to win the North. Um, I'm going to say Justin Jefferson um ends the year with 2400 receiving yards and 15 touchdowns that's my bold prediction did you say 2400 receiving yards ron i said 2400 receiving yards 15 touchdowns that's my bold prediction <laughs> he scores that's a lot ron that's uh 2,400 divided by 17. That's 141 yards a game. <laughs> That's a lot. That's the boldest prediction I've ever heard in my life. Um, there but, you go. You heard it here first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're right, we're just going to give the show over to you. <laughs> just, everyone's just going to say, why are you here, oh. Smitty? Why are you here? Did you hand over the Would show to Ron Navy run? yet? with your co-host Smitty <laughs> 2400 yards bro bro almost like he, he were, we thought maybe he was going to throw for 2000 and then he fell you know 150 plus short or whatever he got 18 whatever 130 2400 that's crazy <laughs> that's the bullest prediction I've ever heard in my life Ron Navy everyone <laughs> alright Ron appreciate you all right, later. <laughs> later. Oh man. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Uh, uh, Dante says take a take a lap. Smitty can dump five pounds. Um, will do. Will do. Give me a chance to win the fantasy thing, says Niner Rick. Um, twenty <laughs> run. If JJ gets twenty four hundred yards, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That was, that's the boldest prediction I've ever heard in my life. All right. I feel, I feel like I better go.
appreciate you all. Hopefully the phone calls were clear tonight. I, I had to Jimmy rig the phone lines, um, but I feel like that worked pretty well. So I'm pretty impressed with that. Uh, everybody here, the phone lines was the phone clear as day. Like, did it feel like it was the old, like the old times? So in a worst case scenario, we can, we can do that and we'll be able to hear very clearly. Um, but let me know, confirm real quick that you could hear everybody crystal clear. Cooper cup is coming to the Niners. Niner Rick, you always think everybody, you're getting everybody, you're trading for everybody, you're drafting everybody. Um, you got to be the most let down person in the world, Niner Rick, if you really, really believe all these things are going to happen because so many things don't happen that you want to happen. I feel, I feel bad for you, Niner Rick. You got to be so, your, your, your balloon gets deflated like every minute when you, when you have all these high expectations of, you think, uh, Bijan's coming to San Francisco when you have McCaffrey, you think that, uh, Cooper Cup's headed over to the Niners when you have Tony Mouse to feed anyway, Cooper Cup would be worthless in the Niner, in a Niner uniform. Um, this poor guy. That's a bolder prediction than Ron Cooper Cup going to the Niners. That's bolder than Ron's twenty four hundred Justin Jefferson yards, bro. I still appreciate you. Phone lines work great. Good, good. Smitty, I got a bold prediction. Ramondre Stevenson will finish as a top five running back if you win. And win you a league 2,000 total scrimmage yards. It's possible. That's a good one. It's possible. Uh, it's bold. I'd say that's bold. Bold predictions are supposed to be next to impossible. <laughs> Ron picked like... Uh, an, uh, like he, we'd have to we'd find out he's an alien. We'd basically be told... By the way, breaking news. JJ's the first confirmed alien. <laughs> and... In human, the human race has been tricked. J- JJ is not actually a human. He's an alien hybrid from the planet. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> from the planet. Take a lap. Smitty, you're over, over under games until C-Mac gets hurt. I hate playing that game, bro. You got, ni- you got Niner Rick in here. He's going to f- have an aneurysm. I want to say like he doesn't get hurt, but the bottom line is 10. Give you 10. Week 10. Keep the link. Reflect back on it. Nostradamus, Smitty. Smitty Damas. Hopefully I'm wrong. Uh, Not next to... Let's see. What's Navy? That's not next to... That's a mile past. (laughs) It says Ada. I like it, Ron. Ron, I asked you for a bold prediction, bro. And you brought it. You brought the thunder... You should be proud of yourself. That was that 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 is probably the boldest prediction ever dropped on the show. Here I am in control of the bold predictions. You just want to one me up, Ron. You're just one upping my bold prediction. I tell you, Bijan's running back one. Everybody flips out. I cause a little controversy. People say Smitty just called Bijan as a rookie running back one. Ron Navy has to step in and like Grant try and one me up. And he says, Oh yeah? Bijan running back one? Overall, out of all players, not just rookies, JJ, 28,000 yards. (laughs) All right. Daddy Dennis says 2K rushing yards for Walker. I like that one. Smitty about to go sleep, and then D-Hop gets traded. Well, I'll be back if that happens. Don't worry. Uh, Niner Rick ain't worried. Um... 
They'll have Bijan, Saquon, Gibbs, Cup, Devontae, and JSN to fill when CMC gets hurt. That's true. <laughs> All right, I'm out of here, guys. Appreciate you. On that note, I leave you with the new music video by your boy Smitty. The, the music video is called Get Breast. Brees Hall is eight foot tall. He will always answer the mother freaking call. Don't let him fall. In the third, don't stall. Just give Batman the freaking football. He's brief. He's brief. He does a hole of a job. A hole of a job. A hole of a job. Reese Hall, please report to the moon. He does a hole of a job. Get breezed. Swinging Skywalker. Thank you, Nork. Nork, I don't know. Watch, we'll call you Watch. Thank you, Watch. If JJ gets twenty four hundred receiving yards, Burrow getting six thousand passing yards. Ada, what are you going to do free of charge if uh, if Ron Navy's right and he gets 2,400 or more? What is what is the free thing you'll do? Like right on your forehead, Ron Navy rules, Ada. Thank you, Ron, for the $5 holler. Oh, yeah, earlier show we mentioned it was Smitty's birthday yesterday. Thank you, Ron. Appreciate it. Thank you, Travis. See you all later. Appreciate you. I'll tattoo Ron's emoji on my body if JJ gets 2,400 yards, says Travis. And we'll end it on that note. That's beautiful. Thank you, Heating. Appreciate you. Thank you, Travis. Appreciate you. I'll see you all tomorrow.